Welcome back. Uh, today we're going to continue our series with Mishnah Zion, Perik of Mishnah Zion, and speak about Nitai Harabeli. Now, we mentioned at the previous year that um, Nitai Harabeli was one of the Zugos, one of the pairs who were responsible in the, the handing over of the Mesorah from the previous generation. Yeshua Meprachya was the Nasi, and Nitai Harabeli was the Av Bezdin. What I'd like to focus on is his teachings and to see if there's anything that we can come up with that might tie to why he, in particular, chose to focus on the things that he taught in the Mishnah. And what he teaches is as follows. Let's, let's focus on first on what he, what he said. And similar to many of the Mishnahis in Perkevus, he breaks it down into three, um, three lessons, it, it would appear, three different lessons. And he says as follows. Tyre Bailey says, You should distance yourself from a bad neighbor. A bad neighbor is somebody who can obviously be a bad influence, um, and therefore you should distance yourself. And you should not be mechaber, you should not connect. Chibor uh, is a close connection to attach yourself, actually, to a Russia. To, a, to somebody who is, uh, who is evil, somebody who is uh, uh, the opposite of righteous. And you should not give up as a result of Puranus' retribu- retribution or punishment. Um, and it would seem that these lessons are connected, maybe, the first two, not necessarily with the third. The commentaries discuss what exactly Altis Yoshmana Puranus has to do with Harchik Mishachin Rav, Altis Chaber Russia. The simple understanding is Chazal say, Oy Russia, Oy And so, therefore, um, in particular with Tsaras, if you're attached to somebody that gets Tsaras, the whole house is knocked down. And even though you may not have done anything wrong, but you are uh, unfortunately uh, suffering because of who you attach yourself to. And that's the Valtis Yashman Aparanis. But what I'd like to do is suggest an explanation that actually makes a much stronger connection between the three things that are taught and also maybe answer uh, a few questions on the Mishnah. Let me start with the questions. Um, First, it would seem, for some reason, the Mishnah uses a different Lashen for a Shachin Ra versus a Rasha. When it talks about a Shachin Ra, it says Harcheik, you should distance yourself. When it talks about a Rasha, it says Altischaber, you shouldn't attach yourself to. Um, very, very different expressions. One is stay far, far away, and the other one is don't attach yourself, means don't get too close. I would think, logically, that if we're going to use a different Lushin, that it would be reversed. First of all, I mean, I guess the question is, why use a different Lushin? Why not just be consistent? Why not just say, Harchik Mishachin Ra and Harchik Mirasha? But if you're going to choose a different language, the Shachin Ra is your neighbor. Your neighbor is somebody you can't exactly run too far away from because at the end of the day, he's your neighbor. So I would think that it would be more appropriate to say, He's your neighbor, you're stuck with him, can't really do anything about it unless you want to move. But don't, be, don't connect with him. Don't attach yourself to him. Keep your distance. But when it comes to a Russia, it could say, um, it could say, Harcheik. Uh, not Altis Chaber. So how exactly does the Lushan fit? 
And again, how does it tie into Altus What's the connection? Is there a stronger connection? And finally, um, Nitai is called Nitai Harabeli. The reason why he was called Nitai Harabeli is because he came from a place in Eretisroel called Arbel. Is there any significance in knowing where he came from? The Mishnah often tells us if somebody is a prominent person from a prominent uh, city uh, where he came from. For example, in the previous Mishnah, it says, Antignus Ish Socho, Kibo Mishim Natsadik. Or it said, By Yosef ben Yuezer, he was Ish Tzreda, Yosef ben Yochanan was Ish Yerushalayim. So maybe there is no significance, and it's just telling us that we're referring to somebody who was a very, very prominent person, and this is where he came from. But I'd like to suggest that there is actually a hint to why Nitahar Bailey taught what he taught and give us a little more insight um, as to why he was called Nitahar Bailey, other than the fact that he came from a town in Eretisrol called Arbel. So this came to me um, when I came across the Ramban in Parshas Vayishlach. In Parshas Vayishlach, when the Torah relates the story of Dina, and talks about how Yaakov Avinu settled um, in the city of Shechem, and he settled there with his entire family, and it, the, the Torah describes the events that followed, that Dina um, went out, um, went out and about, and Shechem ben Hamor, uh, who was um, nobility uh, in, in the area, um, took a liking to her and basically forced himself upon her and, and, um, and violated her. And as a result, the, um, the Torah goes on to describe that he wanted to have a conversation with Yaakov and his brothers and the family to, um, to be able to marry her and to mutually be able to, inter- to marry between the families uh, and to try and resolve it in that way. The brothers came up with a plan and basically suggested that the only way they would accept them is if if they circumcised. And then they agreed. And then when they circumcised, they were, of course, weakened by that. And at that point, the brothers took arms and and killed all of the males um, in the area, in Shechem. And as a result, um, Yaakov Avinu, approached the brothers, who had apparently not consulted with him on the drastic actions that they took, and was very upset with them. And what he said to them is as follows. He said, I understand what you did because your sister was violated and you felt that um, um, action needed to, needed to happen, needed to take place, but you put us all in danger. And it says over there in the Pasuk, Vayemar Yaakov Shimon Ve'alevi, that you basically put us in a very, very vulnerable situation. And we are few. And the surrounding nations, after hearing what you've done, will come and attack us and will, will annihilate us. Uh, so he was concerned about the actions that they took because it put them all in danger. That's, in a nutshell, the story 
of Dina that's in Parshas Vayishlach. What the Ramban says, which is just one word, uh, or actually one sentence that uh, put this idea uh, to mind, is he says that, where is Dina buried? And he says as follows, what exactly happened with Dina after this incident is a machlekes in the Medrash. Vakarev, and that which appears closest to what I believe, Divrei Omer, Natla Shimon, Shimon, her brother, took her, Vakavra Be'eretz Kanan, and buried her in Eretz Yisrael. So Dina went along with the brothers and is buried in Eretz Yisrael. Because after the events, she was like an almana. Viyorda imam le Mitzrayim. She went down with the family to Mitzrayim. Visham mesa v'nikvar ba'aretz. And she died there. And ultimately, when the brothers were taken out of Mitzrayim and buried in Eretz Yisrael, she went along. And he writes, Ukurasa yedua ad hayyim b'kabala. And her place of burial is known to this day, uh, based on tradition. Vihi be'ir Arbel, and she is buried in the city of Arbel near the caver of Nitai Arbeli. So when I saw that, it made me wonder: Is there a connection between the fact that Dina is buried in Arbel and that Nitai, who was the of Bezdin, lived in Arbel? So I think, if I can suggest the following: If you think about the story of Dina. What it tells us is that you have to be very, very careful about where you settle. Because if you settle next to people that are um, of uh, poor moral, ethical uh, conduct, then they could do things that eventually was done to Dina and eventually led to um, a, a con serious consequences. Consequences that the brothers were in danger, consequences that Dina was violated, uh, and it could have been avoided had they not um, encamped close to this area uh, and been neighbors with, uh, with such people. So if you go back to the lessons of Nitai Bailey, I think, at least to me, it actually encapsulates uh, in short, in summary, exactly what happened with Dina and the lessons to be learned. And especially somebody who grew up in Arbel and lived with the fact that Dina was buried in his town, and what that meant, he said the following, We have to learn from the lessons of what happened with our Ovis and with Dina, and distance ourselves from bad neighbors, such as what happened with Shechem. And ultimately, what did that lead to? The fact that they um, came too close to people that were corrupt, um, and people that um, did not have the proper morality, it led to uh, the violation of Dina. The fact that Harchek Mishach and Ra did not happen led to Chibur Rasha and also led to Yaakov being concerned with the potential danger that they were all put into as a result of the actions of Shimon Velevi. So looking back at Nitai Harbeli, I think it's of significance that he came from Arbel, and he's teaching us the lessons of Dina as it relates to us, that person should sort of be royas hanoilad, think about the consequences of the actions that you take, and in this case, 
had they been Harkik Mishach in Ra, it would not have been it would not have been a Chibula Russia and it would not have been a concern of Puranis.